You are listening to Insights with Kathleen. Please join me while I share my insights and experiences with the hope to inspire you to look inside of yourself for the answers that you already have. As with all information we receive, take what speaks to you and leave the rest. Hey, welcome back again. What's up, everyone? And again. And again, and again. We're so glad to have you here. Right. Thanks for stopping (laughs) on by in our lovely corner or room. Or or this place. Or this planet. (laughs) Yeah, it's our building, our place, our room. Yes. But who knows where you are? That's true. And if we did, that would be a little creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. Hey, Cher. Hey, Kathleen. What's up? What are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? So I feel like I had this experience the other day, and I was telling you a little bit about it, about how I was listening to a song, and I just got all these emotions stirred up inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I realized the song was kind of like someone talking about a past relationship type thing and how it ended like maybe poorly. Okay. And I suppressed it for a bit. I was like, I just hate this song. This song just isn't good. But then I looked within myself and I was like, oh, there are things in past relationships that I'm still like kind of upset about. And I was like surprised because I was like, they're so long ago. So my question to you is how do I resolve that and like move forward with it? You know what I mean? Uh, I I think I do. I think I understand what you're saying is, um, and I'm just going to recap for sure. Yeah, and please. Let me know if I'm getting this right. Mm. Or correct me if I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's welcome too. Um, so if I'm hearing you that you feel like that there are um, aspects of healing that needs to happen with inside of you due to like other previous relationships. Right. right. So like, like there's still remnants of this um, previous relationship inside of you that you haven't fully reconciled with first. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, um, first I want to acknowledge and it, that when we have those pieces inside of us, it's not practical or even advisable to try to go back to that person to, to right. make any kind of right. reconciliation. If, especially if it's an old one, then that person's that's, way I mean, out of your life. That's, right? that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and this could really even apply to people who are currently that are still sort of in your life, but there's there's right. there's aspects of that relationship. Maybe there there's a old hurt inside of you, and, right. and maybe you kind of thought you had reconciled it, yes, but that hurt is still kind of bubbling up. Yeah. Right? So it may have more to do with you than necessarily the relationship, but maybe the relationship was a way to put a spotlight on it. Mm. So. <laughs> So it, it it's not like this one easy, clean <laughs> answer, sure. yeah, right? for sure. Because it's a journey. Yes. It's a journey to self-discovery. It's a journey to self-healing. Right. And it doesn't mean that it has to be a forever journey either. Right. But it could be. <laughs> if you want it to be, I guess. Well, if you want it to be or depending on um, if you give it time to nurture it or depending on how long you've been trying to s- suppress it. Right, right. You know, and, and maybe this this one relationship that you feel like these feels are coming from. Right. Or the, let me see. I said that wrong. So these feels that you're having, you feel like even though this song or this event has triggered them. Right. But it brings back a memory from an old relationship, which then can make you feel like, oh, that's what needs I need to reconcile from. Right. But maybe... A person needs to go deeper to say, but is it really just there or is it some, 
something that keeps coming up over and over again? Is it something that comes from my childhood? Is it right. something that comes from a different relationship? Are there aspects from all these other relationships that seem to keep repeating? Right. But just slightly different. For sure. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Cause I know for me with, in my experience with like this person, I didn't even date this person, but uh, you know, someone was just kind of stringing me along and I allowed that to happen for like two years. Right. So now that you're saying that with the whole childhood piece and the emotional unavailability, I could see that in my childhood in some aspects with some family members. Yeah. And you know, I, I like how you said that, like, why allow them to string me along? But you know, when we're being strung along, we don't realize that we're allowing it. That's, you know what, that's fair. And thanks for the validation because, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you get advice from maybe some friends and they're like, well, that was kind of all your fault. And then you feel bad and then you judge it. Uh, but I mean, that's also very true as well. Yeah. And, and I think that it comes back to, I just want to hit on that part where we want to place blame as well. Right? right. So even while somebody, you feel like someone's stringing you along, like you're going along for the ride. Right. right. And, but that person still has a part in it right it's not all on you for being allowed to be strung along right that person is obviously doing something that entices you to be strung along right right. so i mean just about any relationship where you have more than one person (laughs) (laughs) each party has a piece in it that's fair yeah no that's true so like even when you look at and and i know we've brought this up before when you look at couples who are together and there is a partner cheating on the other partner. Right. You know, right away, we all want to go and put the sympathy on the partner that's being cheated on. Yeah. But little do we know that that person had just as much to do with their partner cheating on them as the partner did. Can you elaborate on that for me? So a lot of times in relationships, the dynamics that are happening within the relationship, Mm -hmm. right? Um, could be of, of such a way that someone's needs are not being fully met. Right. So then the partner will step out. Mm-hmm. The partner whose needs are not being met mm-hmm. is the one who usually steps out on the other one. Right. You know, because now they're, they're, they're finding somebody else who fulfills that need. Right. You know, though we want to put all the sympathy on the one who's been stepped out on. Right. But upon closer examination, if we were really to to see with inside that relationship, we would find that there's this level of dysfunction. Right. And that yeah. person who is being stepped out on is probably the catalyst mm. for a lot of what is happening. I'm not going to say always. Right. Because every relationship's different. For sure. Yes. And and there's different reasons for why people could step out. Right. You know, yeah. now if it's a habitual stepping out, well, then obviously that person who's stepping out has some really big, deep-seated issues that they need to resolve. But that's not for us to judge or, or to do. Right. right. Yeah. Or to point out. I mean, it's just to give you an example and just to set some groundwork that we could all be so very quick to judge a lot of things. Right. No, that's much fair. like coming back to what you were saying about, you know, the stringing along. Right. So it's not just that you weren't, um, cause, cause you're real quick to say, well, I allowed that, you know, <laughs> and some of that's about self being self-aware, right. Right. To, to realize, Oh, you know what? I am allowing that to happen. And oh, you know what? I love myself better than that. Right. Right. And and that's a journey to get even there. Right. Right. Yeah. But in the meantime, 
you know, you can't just take all of that upon yourself because this individual you're partnering with them. Yes. They're doing something. Yes. To give you some element of hope. Right. That maybe there was a chance. Maybe. Just maybe, Sherry. There's a chance that you could be with me. Just just maybe. <laughs> just just keep is. just keep following me. Because you, you, you know, I just might change my mind. Or here, here, I'm just gonna bat my eyes at you, Sherry, because I want you to keep following me because this boosts my ego like you don't know. <laughs> Wow, verbatim. It's like she was there, guys. God. <laughs> so, you know, um, with, with anything, it really is a journey. It's not meant to be like snap your fingers and the work's done. Right. right. This is about really being in touch with your own feelings. Right. And I love that a song was able to bubble that up for you. I mean, for me personally, I loved using music that way. It, it is nice. It's a good tool for that, honestly. It, it is. And then sometimes, like even today, like like some sometimes there's like, you know, I, I just feel like I have these emotions in me and I just need to get them out. And I will purposefully pick certain songs to bring those emotions out. That's really smart. I use it the opposite way of escapism. And I'm like, wow, it could be very cathartic being like, I'm sad. And this is a relationship. This is like a song that relates to me in that way. And like, just, mm -hmm. just feel your feels. Don't be afraid. Yeah. And sometimes when, you know, we've talked about this too on the, on the podcast about um, dating yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so sometimes it's like, you know what? Why can't I put on a romantic song and sing this song for me? Just, you know, <laughs> I could just pretend like it's me and and me you right, know and yeah. and why not have a little love fest with with me um why not use that as also as a tool to help work through some oh. of the emotion so that the emotion so so you're purging an emotion out of you and instead of suppressing it you're bubbling it up right because when we suppress things then we cause a dis-ease with inside of our body which also equals disease right you are clever um not really i mean <laughs> this this goes around you'll, you'll hear it in many places right, right. but but it's true right. you know when we are at dis-ease right yeah. we we can make ourselves sick Yes, because because all that we're doing is suppressing, 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 and and, and it's got to come out somehow. And if we're not going to deal with it on an emotional level and deal with it, you know, and bring it up and out here, mm -hmm. then our body's going to react to that, and then our body's going to feel the burden of having to um, work through it. Right, and then that's how we end up getting sick. That makes a lot of sense because <clears throat> I know for me, I used to suppress my emotions a lot in high school. And I would get massive migraines like four times a week, went to all the doctors. Nobody knew why. There was like a couple of things. But after I was able to like, you know, be comfortable with my emotions and let them happen, I'm like, wow, my migraines don't happen as much. I'm not a doctor. This is, just <laughs> for, this is a disclaimer. This is just for me. <laughs> yeah, well, that that is true for the whole show, right? Right. We're, we're not psychologists. We're not doctors. Right. We, we're just people who have some insight to, right. to life. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... I, I do think, though, that, like whether it's music or running for some people or doing something physical for others, it helps bubble certain things or helps them to work through certain things. Right. Allow that. Give that gift to yourself. But do be conscientious of the fact when these things are bubbling up, take the time to investigate. All right. What is this? Do I feel like I'm lacking something? Am I judging myself? Am I embracing all of who I am? Mm. You know, and then it, like. If a song bubbles up in an emotion, much in your case, right, 
which then also bubbled up a picture of somebody or a specific happening or relationship. Okay, that's great. Because now you can go and you can dive in and say, okay, what was it about that? Because really relationships are really for, for us. Right. Like even though we have another person that's relating with us, Mm -hmm. that person's in that relationship for them. Yeah. For their growth. Right. Right. And and it sounds terrible, but it's for their gain, (laughs) much like it's for your gain. And the idea is, is that if we're each showing up as fully as ourselves Mm -hmm. and we're each giving the other what we believe the other needs. Right then everybody is being fulfilled. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. So, but what happens is sometimes um, two people will come together in a relationship. One's giving, the other one's not. Ah, I've done that. (laughs) Yeah. So, so then, then there's that discord that happens, right? Because um, your needs aren't being met. If you're the one who's doing all the giving, Mm -hmm. but you're not receiving. Yeah. Then, you know, then that needs to be examined. Right. And then we need to love ourselves enough to say, Hey, wait a minute. I have this need. I need to recognize that I have this need. Right. I need to love me enough to say, Hey partner, I have this need. Are you willing to fulfill this need that I have? I fulfilled the need that you have. Right. And then in loving yourself, mm-hmm. And receiving that answer. <laughs> Why are you giggling? <laughs> because I know somebody right now who who um, wants to be with this partner so much, their needs not being fully right, you know, met. Yeah. But because of the fear of losing the relationship, they won't stand right. in their power and say, "Hey, partner, hello, hello." hello (laughs) (laughs) or hell no you know (laughs) you're not meeting my needs here right you're manipulating me yeah but you're not meeting my needs that makes a lot of sense right so so it's 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 daring to step out of the fear of the loss because you've already lost yeah that that's a very good point actually that you make yeah of the loss yeah because you know i just know some people that i've met throughout the years of like they stay with this person and it's not the best but they're like well i don't want to stow it over or i can't build this with somebody else uh and then they think within staying it's like well i'm still gaining but it's like well i mean no technically (laughs) right because because you're surrendering to fear right and then you're surrendering to lack right right that's a big thing because because by surrendering to fear and believing that well i don't want to let go of this because i just may not never get or have another right or find another that's lack yeah Yeah, this world's a lot bigger than you think and there's a whole lot more people (laughs) out there and trust me when i tell you once you figure out you right and who you are and what your needs are and Mm -hmm. what it is that you would love to see in another person as law as well as what do you have to offer another person right right and once once you see that like where is you know your moral standing standards where what are their standards for right. you to have, be in a relationship? And my tongue is just like tripping all over <laughs> me right now. Um, but once you determine that, hey, I like this. I like me when I'm here. I like me when I'm doing these things. Right. right? I like to relate to people of this caliber. Right. Or with these interests or who think 
like me right or you know what does it look like right i I know for myself it has taken me many a year (laughs) to figure it out like well you know somebody who likes me well okay (laughs) but is that really enough well I don't know, maybe, (laughs) you know? Yeah. No, it's not enough. Well, no, it's not (laughs) enough. But yeah, I know for me personally, speaking on experience, you know, I am a gay woman. Hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, um, And the biggest thing that I would get is from people, you know, people in the LGBT community is that, well, there's not a lot of lesbians around here, so it's slim pickings. And that's like the old programming I'd get in my head so whenever I meet anyone who is interested in the same sex as me it's like oh well I gotta hold on to this because this is the only one available in my town um so yeah (laughs) yeah and you know it's funny because uh Sherry and I have talked about this before where she shared that view and I told her I said hey Sherry it's no different on the other side you know there's yeah Um, Mm, mm. this whole heterosexual thing too there's a lot of that lack thinking as well right and and it's not true it's only true if you want to make it true right and that would make sense because i would be with a group of people and they're like there's not enough and i would start thinking that way but then i would you know surround myself with other people they're like the world's your oyster Mm -hmm. every day is an adventure Mm -hmm. yay yeah and you know when we are in those places of thought where we believe that there is no nice guys. There are no nice gay girls. There are no whatever. <laughs> well, then that's what the world's going to deliver to you. That's very, very true. Because you know what? The universe thinks that that's what you want. <laughs> so change your dialogue. <laughs> Highly recommended. <laughs> and and you know what? Don't be afraid to be alone with you. Right. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, that's who you're with. Whether you're with a partner, whether right. there's a partner present or not, it's still ultimately you. Yeah, that's very true. And it's about your perception of things. Yes. Yes, that's a big one. And, you know, anybody who's been in long-term relationships and you remember back in the very beginning of that relationship, that excitement of that first new love and that crush, and they're called rose-colored glasses for a reason. <laughs> right? So so you see and you have this perception and right. the world is all right and the world is all great, mm-hmm. you know, and then as you get closer and closer and get to know this person more and more, the glass color starts to change. Yes. No, that's very true. Right. You and then me that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like when the if the relationship breaks up. Well, we are crystal clear now. Yes, at least right? we know now. And yeah. maybe a little bit of mud on there. Right. Who knows? <laughs> um, the thing is, is that you always want to go in eyes wide open. It doesn't mean you can't have rose-colored glasses. But just know that, hey, before I fully go all in, right? Let, let's see. Let's have fun with the rose-colored right. stuff. Because like, it's fun. Let's face it, that stuff's fun. It is kind of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, and, and you enjoy that moment, mm-hmm. you know, whether that really turns to be a relationship mm-hmm. or just a crush, you know, enjoy it. That's part of being human, having those feelings, and they can be fun. I know for myself, I get really impatient with the rose-colored glass part because I really want to get to who are you really? I was like wait no come on can we hurry this up because I really want to get to know who you really are before I really invest all of me sometimes that's where I can be 
I'm not saying that that's a good place. <laughs> I'm like the opposite. I'm like, I live in rose-colored glasses land, and I'm just like, ah, everything's all magical. So it takes me a while to be like, oh, actually, there's some stuff that would not gel well with my personality. Right. And and again, I'm not saying that rose-colored, there's anything wrong with that. No, Because no. it's really fun. But when we know ourselves really well, right, and we stand into the power of who we be, mm-hmm then the, we don't get so carried away with rose-colored glasses. Right. We can still have the fun of them. Yeah. But we can really see what the reality is. And then as soon as reality starts setting in and we we're, we have like our spidey senses going, right? And, like and we're watching for the red flags. Not that I encourage you to do nothing but watch for red flags. That's not what <laughs> I'm you're saying. you're just going to be anxious the whole time yeah. and not enjoy that's, it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is you you flow with it. But if something comes up and it doesn't feel quite right, yeah, pay attention. Yeah, you know, because because that's part of the journey too. It's an experience to have. But coming back to what you originally were asking, with you know, how do you reconcile that with inside of you? Right. You know, um, journaling is another good way. Ooh, that is nice. Yeah. So so like whether it's music that bubbles it up or or just maybe sometimes reading a book, sometimes reading a book, I can get lost in a book and be stuck on the same page because now my mind is taking me to a whole nother story, <laughs> you know, um, and then it gives you an opportunity to, to come back and reexamine things and just know that that you have that power within you to reconcile it. You don't always need the other person to right. do that. Yeah. That's something that we need to do with inside of ourselves because it's it's something inside of ourself that needs healing. Right. It's not necessarily the you know, like if especially if this is a person that has long gone or you've separated from that's no longer part of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't want to call them on the phone or you should, I don't recommend that you call them on the phone. I don't recommend that either, <laughs> actually. Like, oh, by the way, I was listening to this song and I was thinking of you and I thought, oh, I should call you. <laughs> I, I feel like, can I just say, I feel like in romantic comedies um, and just television, I feel like they're like, oh, I saw this old paper and I'm like, I have to call my ex and then they fly out and all that grandiosity. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend doing that. <laughs> no, no, because it's unnecessary. Because, it's not no because really it's it's the self journey it's a journey of self yeah and it's the journey that that you want to take with inside of you to figure out okay where is my hurt right how can i give myself this hug how can i re you know reaffirm me to say hey i'm okay right right, right? so one of my um mantras that i loved and i have hung on Ooh, to for <laughs> for a really long time is is those deserve statements i deserve right so i deserve to be loved right. for all that i am mm-hmm. that's a big one that right? is a very big one because you know um when i really was latched onto that particular one it made me cry because it, those are hard words to say sometimes because right. of the way that the world um around us the way that society teaches us that we can't think kindly of ourselves. Right. Or because ugh, that, so you're con- so conceited. Right. Yeah, right. That's right? a big one. But that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth is, is in order for us to love others, we have to really embrace and love ourselves. Right. And we have to believe we deserve to be loved because we do. Each and every one of us deserve to be loved for all that we are. You hear that, guys? For all that we are. You know, um, my daughter, daughter has been watching... Um, this series on Netflix, Lucifer. Ah, okay. 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 And what I do 
admire about it is that, you know, you have this character, Chloe, and you have Lucifer, and Lucifer's just kind of crazy and does all these, like, crazy things. Mm. Um, and for a while, Chloe's clueless about who he really is. But even amongst all the crazy shenanigans that this character, Lucifer, does, right? Chloe still accepts and loves him. Mm. for all that he is ah. so even in his own personal journey within the show no mind you this is all fictional crap what but <laughs> but but um it makes for a good conversation so like when my daughter is, is looking and watching these things i'll first remind her you do know that this is fictional right <laughs> <laughs> the people wrote this right people <laughs> but but if we're gonna go with this storyline mm -hmm. you know we we can draw um similarities right so right. We, we can take that and what i love about it is because chloe's heart is so big that she just loves him for all that he is right he doesn't love himself for all that he is oh so it makes it hard for him to receive that from her right so if we're going to receive love from someone else we need to first start with ourselves yes that's a big one so in real life i've watched my own father mm. Um, struggle with feeling love because he doesn't love himself. Oh, no. My and it's sad. I've watched yes. my mom struggle um, for many a year before she passed away. I've watched her struggle with trying to show him how much she loves him and it didn't matter what she did. Right. He was never going to receive it because he didn't receive it for himself first. That's a big one, actually. Um, mm -hmm. I, I get that because I remember when we first became friends, um, and you would give me like these compliments and they were very genuine compliments, but like I could, I was like, no, I'm not that great. Don't compliment me. I'm not that great. So I would kind of do the whole like, Oh yeah, thank you. Or like, or I would kind of throw it back and be like, but you're so awesome. <laughs> um, so that took me a bit to just receive that. So that makes a lot of sense what you're saying. Yeah. So I deserve to be loved for all that I am. I can be loved for all that I am. I am loved for all that I am. I am so grateful to be loved for all that I am. And I'll tell you, when you feel like you don't really love yourself or you don't think that you're that great, that's a beautiful mantra to say to yourself over and over again. And for your own little human ears to hear it out loud, so if you can just whisper it to yourself, say it to yourself three, four, five times a day and remind yourself, you really do deserve it. We all do. You know, and I think that if each and every one of us took that time to really fully embrace the all that we are, that we each are, like ourselves, yeah, then that opens us up for receiving. And also it opens us up to, to seeing the truth. Right. And what all is. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love these mantras. I'm going to be saying them to myself before bed. <laughs> Those are great. Well, so was this helpful, Sherry? Very abundantly so. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And for anyone listening, if you'd like more clarity, you want it teased out a little bit more, please do drop us a note um, on our website, which we'll have linked. Yes. Um, in the box for this particular podcast. And basically now for any of them, season two, we have that. So, you know, be sure to drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, that would be great. And I will put the mantras in the summary in the show notes so you guys could, you know, check that out. 
Yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us. Have a good night. Thank you for tuning in. Remember that you are bigger than anything that you're going through or anything that is happening around you.